our special guest, you don't get to say anything yet, so we introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> Shut her mouth. I know, I know. Um, so, uh, Nick is uh, traveling, so we, we, we have someone that, that's filling in. All right, so they don't feel bad for her. She's in Thailand. She's traveling. And the next week, I'm out <laughs> because I'll also be traveling. So, And then the next week, I'll still be here. You will be. So real quick, <laughs> so we can get to our guest. Um, my name is Georgette Pierre. My name is Tiani Warren. I just want to drop a little lyric for you real quick. Dropped out of school. Now we dumb, rich. This sounds like some 4301 shit. Oh, oh. All my... Want to do a pop style? Ah, ah. Turn my birthday into a lifestyle. You'll see why that goes with the rest of the episodes. Oh yes, because we will be talking about some pop style references. And so go ahead and introduce your the, the guest because this is when you're. Oh my guests. god, guys! Tiffany Johnson is here today. We work together. She's and, one of my favorite coworkers. And we're and we're what? Are we bringing her back? We're bringing her back because last time we had a little bit of technical difficulties. Yes. yes. You, so stay, you stay close <laughs> to that mic, Tiffany. That's yeah. right. My, my, my mouth Anything is like attached to the mic. <laughs> my, my lips are right next to the mic. All right. Don't make it graphic now. Oh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Tiana took it there. I know. Yeah. You know why I took it there? Because brilliant idiots, they always just talk about to the girls who like put your lips to the mic and are being like mad, disrespectful. <laughs> so that's all I can think about when people say that. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, let's get straight into uh, Air It Out. And so, Tiffany, we always have the guests go first. What's your Air It Out story? Oh, my God. Okay. You better get to that mic, <laughs> Get to the you mic. Okay, get to the mic. mic. You stay so at that one? mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so which one am I talking about? Am I t- let me see. I have. I always have an Air It Out, but I will say my first Air It Out will have to be Sense of Space because... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. On the train the other day, so I sat in the two seaters because we'll share the other story later. But um, <laughs> I sat in the two seaters, which I never do because I just don't like it, and I feel like that's where the homeless people reside. Anyhow, but I was in the, the two seater, and then this guy comes and sit next to me. He had like bags and stuff he was in construction and and i understand you know but i have already taken up the amount of space in my seat that i need you know i don't put my bag in the seat and sit with my legs open or anything like that so i've already taken the space that i need so he comes side note he's not small okay back to the story (laughs) so he comes and he sits down next to me and he motions he didn't even say excuse me but he motioned with his hand like you know, oh. like the move over type oh. of thing. So immediately. Uh, wrong person. <laughs> wrong person, exactly. <laughs> so immediately, my eyes <laughs> did the side eye. Excuse me? Like, so he's like, oh, can you close your legs? I said, okay, first of all, my legs are closed, but you saw how much space was there when you sat down, right? Okay, so this is the last like bit of conversation we gonna have right about now, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I'm just saying, please don't make this lip go up. Like, why, why are you, like, what is this? No, seriously, why are you even talking to I me? Love and then she, because he want a man spread. Whatever you got in uh, between your so legs, hard, yeah. believe me, it don't need half the room that you're trying to take right about now. Mm-hmm. You better stack them bags on your lap. I'm just, I don't know what you want me to do, but. Like I think it was uh, the initial hand gesture that yeah, that kind of no, yeah, yeah, like that hand gesture, totally took the mask off. Like it was just like, excuse me, like, like excuse me, yeah, no. I just like yeah, it just that as nice as I am, that is one thing that sends me into the other Tiffany. Like seriously, that's funny. Her story actually sparked the story that I forgot happened to me earlier this week. Um, cause I, my, 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 my pet peeve was people just smoking in the streets. I just hate when people walk and smoke cause that shit just hits your face. Oh yeah. They walk through <laughs> so the yeah, walk behind like, them. And so I just, I, I just <laughs> always try to, you know, but, but the air it out since when you're t- talking about sense of space was in the grocery store with my friend and we were, we were trying to figure out, um, like I was asking him if he wanted some chips or like some chips that we, we like eating or whatever. This guy. And I'm going to say person of color because I feel like I, that I don't feel like people will be this rude, but sometimes we could be real ignorant. Mm. He was like, eh, 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 eh. 
to break up, like to walk through us instead of just saying like, you know, excuse, excuse me. me. Exactly. So I was just like, excuse me would have been fine. Well, y'all were all in the way and da 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 I was just well, like, but you're going to fucking say excuse, excuse me. me. <laughs> so mind you, I was just like, you know, my friends trying to be calm about it. He was like, no, you gotta laugh those things off. Because with people like that, I feel like I always vying for attention. Mm-hmm. Right. So I intentionally get in the line, like, well, the line he was in to check out was shorter. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm off this, dude. It's cool. I'm in the conversation with my friend about the whole Drake interview that we'll get into with pop culture things. He was just like, uh-huh, yeah, Drake, da 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 bye, suckers. I was just like, and the, 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 the cashier <laughs> was looking off. like, he's a little off. And she was like, uh. And so my friend was like, <laughs> waving to him. He was like, bye. <laughs> And so, I mean, this guy, like, I literally felt like this guy was buying for attention. And it just, it, it didn't blow me, but I was just like, come on. All that was not necessary. Stay out of my conversation. And a simple excuse me mm-hmm. would have been fine. Like, I mean, I'm very aware that we're in the way. Yeah. I say excuse me, especially when people's children are in the way. And if your child gets hit by my shoulder or book bag or shit, purse, shit. I said excuse me three times. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that, your story sure. about, it just, ugh, that boiled me. That it boiled does. me. Um, it didn't boil me, but I was just like, fuck it. boiled you a little bit. I was I was I was irritated. I was I was okay. legit irritated. Okay. But boy, I, was, I wasn't mad. Okay. But, definitely <laughs> but I didn't trust that ass, like, because being like you, just, you can't. Because when you talk back to somebody, you just don't know what these yeah, people. You don't know where they are. Yeah. It might be a little crazy. So yeah, but anyway, be careful. Your story. We'll talk team. about my crazy story later. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes we'll tell your other stories. Um, I just hate when people litter. I just don't. <laughs> I actually don't like, like that either. Oh my god! Like, so I live in a residential area, and literally somebody. I just wanted. I wish I could see the scene where they just take their box of chicken bones and just <laughs> place it in front of my curb. Like, it's just so disrespectful. It's like, put it in the garbage. Like, oh, I just had Popeyes. Let me just throw this out the window right in front of your house. It's just disrespectful. I hate seeing it. Like, it just makes your, it makes the town look disgusting. You see, like, styrofoam cups just all over the place. There's, like, trash everywhere. It's just like, guys, just put it in the fucking garbage. Like, the garbage literally be, like, a foot away. And you just threw it right there in front of my house. Then also that leads me to, you have a fucking dog. Uh, be prepared to pick the shit up I don't understand that comes with the criteria of owning a dog you're just gonna maybe have to feel a little heat from some shit get over it so I don't know how many times I've stepped in somebody else's (laughs) dog's mess one time was really bad because I got distracted because I got distracted because I was so angry that I set the nadudu that That my dog's leash was extended. I had one of those like oh, leash extended. Oh, you And my no, no, no. My dog almost got killed by a car because I wasn't paying attention and I was looking at my shoe. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then like oh, no. left. Meanwhile, lefties running across the fucking. He never does this, but he was just running across the street. Literally, the woman was like screech, and like right before she hit the, I was like, I almost lost my dog over this piece of shit. I was so mad. And, then, and, and now, like, when I step in doo-doo, because it happens, like, at least once a month, I'm just like, <laughs> let me just, like, look around, make sure my dog is secure, <laughs> and then I'll check on my shoes, because my shoes, I, I can get new ones, but not a new dog. So, that's I'm just saying, pick up the, like, it's nasty, but you'll get used to it, you know, wash your hands thoroughly when you get home, but oh, just pick yeah. up the shit, that's it. I used to dog sit, I was like... But but this is what I used to do, low key. So call this savagery. When I used to um, dog sit uh, my girlfriend's dog when she was out here, I kind of knew the dog's routine. So I would walk certain paths. So I knew wherever she shat, I didn't need to pick it up. If it was in mulch, if it wasn't in grass, oh, oh, I let that shit sit. No, oh, sure did. It wasn't in the sidewalk. It sure wasn't. Don't let me have a dog. I don't rock with no, dogs. No, no, don't get a dog. I don't have dogs. Get a dog. I love cats. I think it's so disrespectful. No, you can be dry. I'm most of the time. The mulch in the grass welcomes the shit. No, usually and when I walk my dog, I'm already completely dressed for work. So when I step in dog crap, it sucks because I'm like, oh well, I guess I gotta wear a new pair of shoes because I gotta go clean these thoroughly. That's hilarious. It's just it's it's horrible. Just fucking just don't get a dog. Wait, so can I say lastly because I just noticed it, T, not to call you out. Someone got their nails done. I don't ever see oh, two nails. Her nails. <laughs> yes. And then she's right. did she tie her nails? So who did you get these nails done for? Oh no, 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 no. Uh, my my mommy, um, she got me a Valentine's Day gift of um gift certificate. 
for nails. So that I was looks like, good. I was willing to try it. Yeah, that those look, those look good. Thank you. I just I thought it was it's just bad. it's just. No. Mm. Wait, why would that be? I don't get why that would be for a guy. Well, I mean, listen, like you, people like to do nice things, look sexy for your man, put on for your man. I don't like that. I don't, I don't it's know. Enticing. Like it's enticing. It's exciting. Get my nails done and stuff like that. Yeah, no, the you same reason to, why men do everything. Like they keep the women. So you like, hey. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you know what my sister said? What? I'm not going to say which one. But she she was like, oh, you know, a guy might like it because he scratched their backs with them. I was like, why is oh. your mind always in the gutter, yo? I actually wasn't. I was like, dang. Because <laughs> if you touch things with the nail, he's going to be like, ah, oh, ah, t- ooh. It's not, I, they're nice, but it's just, you know, it's not I like nice. it. It's maybe at first. Huh? Like, huh? That's what maybe at first. Ah. Uh, like, ooh. 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 Exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Guys, air it out. <laughs> that was a weird air it out. That was actually funny. Because <laughs> we revolve around your nails, girl. Yeah. Um, so that is air it out on to pop culture rethink. Okay. So then you just sound sick. Wait till Nick learns. <laughs> <laughs> I did too many bottom. That was so funny. So yes, onto pop culture things. We'll kick it you off. Miss you, Nikki. Sorry about that. <laughs> Kicking it off with um, historians ranking or already ranking Obama as one of the best presidents in history. Obama out. Fist up. Okay, so uh, this is on Refinery29. <laughs> Barack Obama is the best president we've had in nearly three decades, according to a recent poll of historians. I think half the fucking country feels that way. Yeah. Um, CNN and I asked, think his approval rating will only go actually, up because well, this is Trump. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It said, um, <laughs> CNN asked 91 presidential experts, what the fuck makes someone a presidential expert? But anyway. Um, Somebody so, studies presidents. Right. To rate all the U.S. presidents on 10, uh, 10 qualities scaled from 1 to 10. Obama came in 12th. The most recent president to best him was Ronald Reagan, who ranked 9th. But what they said was, um, Howard University history professor Edna Green Medford said in a press release that she expected (laughs) Obama to fare better, given his approval ratings. Um, When he took office, he was at 63%. When he left, he was at 57%. And and usually... um, that I think that's usually well the rankings are set in stone, but I, I what was Donald Trump's approval rating when he entered like twenty five? Hell no, thirty something. I don't even surprised yeah, that like high. So like some real low like yeah. Yeah. Low. So, it, it, it makes me think of the song Low Life. <laughs> it's just song Low Life because you said low. That's what I thought about. My mind jumped to that. Okay, yeah, so. but it makes sense. I mean, he accomplished. I was just just for reference because of this story. I looked up all the things that he accomplished and. You know, he had the Affordable Care Act. He yep. rescued the economy. He got uh, fe- federal recognition of same-sex marriages. He started commuting a lot of sentences for people who were, who were in jail for, like, drug offenses. Yep. I mean, he did... Not he, he avoided yeah. scandal, which is, like, a big deal for presidents. They're always, like... He avoided he just, scandal. He awarded scandal. He avoided. He avoided, he avoided, avoided scandal. scandal. <laughs> well, well, so when I had put that on my Twitter, I had, I, I had put some tweets about that. Um, from because I was watching the sixty minute interview, mm-hmm. the trolls were like listing out um, what happened with in um, Benghazi and all this other stuff. We were talking about mm. fucking scandal, scandal. No, we're talking he about cheat like, on his wife, like, out of his marriage. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. That face. So, um, anywho, there's, there's, there's like, haters. There's right. be haters. I mean, well, um, your president dude, right now, Donald I'll Trump, is. Entered with scandal, so yeah, right, he did. So on to the next story. <laughs> Quickly mentioned this one: um, Black woman's poem going hard on Kanye West for marrying. I don't even like Bossip's headline, but woman named Jasmine Mann. She's an author, poet, performer. Um, she wrote a poem um, about Kanye West, but the poem is actually two years old. But there was some recent footage about three months ago or so of her performing this again, um, and we'll play some audio clips from it. Um, but it's called Footnotes for Kanye. Um, so this is the part that I think is very interesting. Um, what's the worth in loving a man who's lost his smile anyway? When Kim fucks up the lyrics to the college dropout like them white folks used to fuck up your name, do you pretend not to notice? Do you regret the Marilyn Monroe and your decision and wish you could have taken Billie Holiday as your bride? Do you ever want, do you ever want to run back to your wedding day and have it all over on the south side? Maybe Jesus was all talk. Jesus never needed Adidas to walk. Oh! 
maybe Jesus was all talk. Jesus never needed Adidas to walk. Why is he outlined in sneakers when the South Side is outlined in chalk? Mm. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel that that quote more. Yeah, the first yeah, one I was yeah. like, eh. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 actually funny and interesting. It, she goes in. So at first I thought it was his ex girlfriend, but no, it's not. It's not. They're saying no, that was my question. Yeah, it's was not. This well, because she was using the name black uh, um, black ex black ex girlfriend as a metaphor for the poem. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, because you know he dated. A lot of well, because well, it's the girlfriend that was the Delta that was the stylist. Yeah. That's what she's I a stylist. Was. Yeah. Oh, she was a stylist. I didn't know that, but or that's something he dated. Like, but he dated her during through the wire when the first album yeah. came out. That's, okay. She a Delta, so she been throwing that Dynasty side. Uh, yes. uh, okay. So and okay. then I think after that she shortly went into what Amber, and then after Amber was Kim. Yeah. But but the whole he dumped her around the time his mom died. Like who the the, uh, the oh yeah. Like and so that was the one that was war. Around there yeah. is when he dumps her, and then the next thing, by the time he got to the eight oh eight, is when Amber was clucking around. I mean, yeah, but he was. Whoa. Whoa. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Amber. sorry, Amber. I'm sorry, but <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Her facial expressions. I'm sorry. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's when, like, around the time. So I mean. He was hurting that during that time because I think, I think that's also a lot of um, not to get all you know deep with it. I think around that time, I'm sure she got the Amber probably got a lot of the hurt, anger, pain from Kanye's mother dying. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in a relationship through that. Mm-hmm. No, you know, and then yeah. Kim gets the quote unquote. You know how when you date somebody and they're teaching, they're 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 not at their best. Yes. By the time they leave the you, they're. Armored up exactly. to be the best man they can be for the next woman yeah, they're dating. I mean, but he's cool. the best energy. man that he can be. <laughs> but he's not disrespecting her. He gives her the. He's, That's true. He's see, he, gives, he gives her the world. Yeah. But he also there was there was there were interviews or things of him saying like he wanted him a long time ago. He's yeah. been wanting him. Oh yeah, he Kim said yet. like a long time ago he used to masturbate to her pictures. Oh okay. See okay. Uh, <laughs> did not know that. Yeah. But okay. uh, I don't know. I don't know about the hatred of Kim in that poem. Like it's. It's whatever. Yeah, I don't that's honestly just the care. Only thing, like that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel the frustration. I feel the frustration about. It. Let me not like I, I'd be lying to say if I didn't. And it's not the it's not the actual of the like choices people make in their life about who to be with. It's more of. I guess the you got message... More, you got more successful and then married a white girl. No, not know. even that. That's just, what it sounds like she's just, saying. Yeah, which it is. Mm-hmm. And, I, and this is what I mean by her frustration about like the situation yeah. or just seeing the situation occur a lot, I guess. I mean, if you're looking at it in that way mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think... I guess my thing is... is do you really want to put that out there? Because no matter how you put this out there, you're going to end up looking who? like the person who made the poem. I, like I, she, They were clapping her on. I think she's fine either way. Yeah. I, I, but then I guess it, then it depends on the audience and it depends mm-hmm. on where you are. And mm-hmm. then, but that things like this always leave the initial place. And then when you put stuff out there like this, it's also open to interpretation and later on when you don't feel that way you know people can pigeonhole you into oh this is how you are like this is how you carry yourself and this is what you do you get what I'm saying it's like you can be expressing yourself because this is the way you felt at the time that you made the poem and everything and it was great and everybody invisible clapped but then later you know somebody comes on and reads this poem today and it's like dang she's so bitter you see that's why I don't. I don't think she cares about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think she's bitter. bitter. Uh, no, like, I'm not, but and but who's to say? This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that she is bitter. Personally, I'm not saying that she is. But I'm just saying that when you do things like this, it can be taken out of context later. It, this could be how you felt at that moment, at this time, and then you did your poem and you went on and you're fine and you're happy and stuff like that. And then it comes up two years later. And but, but what is the, what if it does come up two years later? How does that affect her? I'm saying she's a poet. She can be perceived, uh-huh. and she can be perceived as somebody who is bitter, or somebody who 
Yeah, it just I feels like... I don't think the like, poem makes know, her bitter. I think women, it makes her just disappointed in the, the man and the artist. Like okay. She's just saying that she doesn't... And how many times do you... Ex- how many times do black women express their displeasure or disappointment in something and it ends up you being bitter? But I also think we have to look at the, her body of work because I think everyone is looking at this. But when I went to her website, I saw different things revolved around... It seemed like around, revolved around people of color as well. Mm-hmm. You know, her, with her being a person of color. So I think that just might be her angle when it comes to writing her poetry and um yeah. so i think that's i think that's kind of where it would be with that um but i think it's interesting i mean i don't really have any much thing else to say about it i don't know if you do tea no. she doesn't she's like okay i'm good on kanye but <laughs> but but to, to end off the little kanye isms um the drake interview obl sound radio was really huge this past weekend yeah. i was listening to i cut so I was listening to it in real time. I always listen to OVO Sound Radio when I get a chance, when it's on. And I caught the tail end of it, and then I caught up on it okay. to make sure. I was like, I felt like I missed the juicy parts. And so I, I made some bullet points on the things that all the blogs picked up. And so... Listen, um, so I just want you to know that Tiffany thought it was OVO Sound. <laughs> yes, I did call it OVO. Yes. And so... <laughs> For those that don't know, Drake uh, does not do interviews anymore. Um, so, so this was a rare interview. But then the irony—not the irony—but but I see what he's doing, and I'm not mad at that. Is he sat down with DJ Semtex, a guy, a DJ that he respects and that he's interviewed with before? One, two, it was also through his radio show on so, Apple yeah, Music, control. so yeah. he can control that and, and the outcome—not the outcome, but the, the the perception. And so, some big things that he talked about, uh, starting with Tiani's rap inspiration, was uh, Kanye. And Jay pop style feature. Um, and again, we'll play some audio clips from it. But I mean, the biggest thing he was talking about was miscommunication and and how he just had to move forward with the track. Him and Kanye were actually supposed to have a project together. Kanye announced that at OVO Fest last summer. And then it went from them working on a project together to Kanye, um, Kanye having his comments about him and DJ Khaled about being overplayed. But with, as far as the pop style track is concerned, um, Kanye uh, Kanye was the, the one that was spearheading it. So he didn't know what to expect when he got the track back. So when he heard Jay's couple of bars, he's like, okay, cool, that's cool. Like, it's, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye went off. But I, but he didn't get into the details on where the miscommunication yeah, I was, was about why, or what happened. Because I know it was digital politics is what I did. Right. And so said. he said he had to finish but, the track, but he didn't want to do... He's like, no one can ding, uh, dangle anything over my head. Yeah. He was like, so I had to finish the track. So was it like an Apple Music versus Title thing? Like they I don't know. Because... He's Apple or maybe they were title. like debating on where because it's technically Drake's album. Yeah, and so where did it? Where would the where would the track lie? It, you know, so that was one aspect of it. The okay. one I also told you about was um, again playing the audio for this Kanye West's comments um, to him, and you know everyone's been using the, the quote Drake is choosing to distance himself from Kanye. He didn't say that. No. What he said essentially was this. You know, the more and more. This progresses the more and more I just feel like keeping to myself because mm-hmm. it's just so unpredictable. You never know like which way people are gonna go. So yeah, he I said, don't know he, yeah, that. He said I'd rather keep to myself. myself. See right. where it goes. See where it goes. Yeah. And so so people like yeah. to hype things up. Yeah. Um The other two points I want to make because I'm leaving the meat meal part last. The Grammys. Um, Semtex asked him about when when the first time he encountered racism and he was like you know growing up. You know, his like he has like friends Canada that are Jewish, that... Caribbean. Like that's you know, it's culture. He said he didn't see color, but I guess I mean, Canada, but it's that's fair. the way he grew up. He didn't. And for those that don't it. know, um, culture in Toronto. I have family in Toronto. It's definitely big on Caribbean culture. Mm-hmm. And so when people make comments like Drake is stealing people's styles, I was I was like, have you ever been to Toronto? And they were like, no. I was like, well, yeah, that's he said the most reason. of his friends it's are like Carib- Caribbean. Everything. Yeah. Car- Caribbean is really big, but he. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing he didn't like that the, the Grammys, what, what he essentially felt like with the Grammys was they were trying to box him in as a black artist. And so to him, Hotline Bling wasn't a rap song, but they didn't it's know true. where else to put the Hotline song. Hotline Bling and One Dance were like, yeah, popular, and they were popular everywhere. I'm sure Z100 so, played it to death. I didn't listen to Z100, but I'm sure they played it. They one did. Dance and he was just like, you know, yeah. um, Hotline Bling um, wasn't a rap song, and he felt like they didn't know where else to put it. Mm-hmm. The Recording Academy wanted him, essentially. They were trying to pitch him to come to the, to, to the Grammys, mm-hmm. have him cancel his two Manchester, England shows, to sit in the audience to lose. Yeah, they because don't they, don't, they don't air all categories. the rap Right, they don't air all the rap categories. And um, he was like, he doesn't even want his Grammys because it doesn't, it doesn't feel right or it feels weird. It feels mm-hmm. like they're trying to pacify him. 
Um, he felt like he doesn't even understand why One Dance wasn't nominated. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Um, and he also said, lastly, with the Grammy part, he was like, he texted somebody from the Grammys on the Grammys perspective and was like, yo, I'm glad I missed my shows, you know, like, because... The, they were the best ones the, yet. The fan, yeah, yeah, and they were like, well, blame Wait, it on Trump. I don't get that response. Um, I think that it just... I don't know. I think maybe it was the whole... The way I kind of interpreted it was um, people... With Trump now being president, uh, it gives people the freedom to be bigots openly, Uh, to be discriminatory openly. mm -hmm. So Drake being categorized in only a hip-hop category, Uh, it's like, oh, like, well, blame it on Trump. You know, letting people's racism and discrimination and their prejudices come to the to the to the to the forefront, but that's a bullshit ass. Yeah, that is a bad excuse. Um, and then the last, <laughs> and then the last one, we'll play some snippets of this, and then I want to hear your, your your comments about this. But Meek Mill, um, he went in he really. He was very honest. About yeah, this. I actually appreciated this, but yeah. he was basically saying, you know, um, Meek Mill, at the time, uh, due to some like issue with Nikki, whatever it was, decided to create a narrative that I don't write my own music because that was what was convenient for him at the time and he mm-hmm. caught wind of it. It's unfortunate too because Quentin was being managed by, um, by, by DJ Drama and Don Cannon right. who ended up really fucking his shit up, you know, mm-hmm. because they were just like really just messy with the shit mm-hmm. unnecessarily. Um, but yeah, you know, he decided to create this narrative that I don't write my own music. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I never felt like necessarily pressured to like sit down and defend mm. myself right away or mm. go do an interview is just because, I mean, anybody that was in those rooms, right, that worked on that project or anybody that's been in any room with me, period, knows. First of all, knows that I am one of the best writers, period. Mm. That is what I do. That's what I'm known for. Meek created his own narrative around um, Drake not writing his own music. And he seemed very hurt by this. He was like, you know I'm one of the best writers. Right, so, and he was, so. Quentin because Quentin Miller's name came up, and that's how it led into the Meek Mill conversation. Quentin Miller was the well, ghostwriter? Well, that, that, well he, okay. the co-writer, okay. but that was well, the, the name. the alleged that, ghostwriter. <laughs> right, that was the name that Meek Mill threw out last year. Okay. Um, and he was like, no, I have songs with Quentin, and it's not like I'm not in the room when... When this is happening, he was just like, for people to think that these collaborations don't happen in music, you're fucking, you're dumb, yeah. you're stupid to think that. And so he went in about that. Because you still need, like, feedback on, like, the You do. Good, I mean, like, like even, like, the, the structure of the could. song. Yeah. And so the last part he said, um, he said somebody that he respects very much so, you didn't say the name, mm-hmm. told him, he was like, if, if you're going to do this, you have to finish it. Finish it forever. Somebody that's very important to me said to me, um, listen, if you're going to do this, this next move, you have to finish it forever, and he has to live with it forever. That means he has to hear it all the time. It can't be some. And I was like, you know, who said that? I, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. <laughs> um, that's, but a, that's a that's a it's great Ill. advice, though. A true champion yeah, said yeah. it. I'll put it to you that okay. way. It's not some. Right. Like, it's not one of my friends. Like a real, a real, a real person that like goes to war and like wins all the time. Like okay. a true champion, you mm-hmm. know, um, and. And that was when I just switched switched it around, you know. Like almost essentially, like like Tiffany, you know, back to back. Go in, that song, right? like back go in on him, uh-uh. go in on him. Come on, okay. give me some bars, yeah. for back to back. Back to back. Don't don't waste your time, people. Um, and then last, <laughs> not, not a Drake fan. Not a Drake fan. And then he said, um, he basically. Can we have this conversation about me and Drake? I mean, he's alright. I mean, he's not my. I mean, if I have enough to drink. In the club, I will definitely <laughs> dance to his. Yeah, I know the words <laughs> to one dance when I'm drunk. Okay. Like, I mean, I just, I just, he's not my, he's just not my goal. But if you me. had to choose a side, would you choose Drake or Meek Mill? Drake. Okay, because yeah. that's, that's a smart choice. Well, what well, I, what oh, I really ahead. liked, um... Because, wait, did you finish your thing about oh, the champion saying, like, finish it forever? Yeah, you did. Yeah, finish it forever. And the other part I thought was interesting, and I want to make sure we, we, we play some audio clips of this, is when he said, um, you know, what he where this is where he was just kind of over it. He was like, this man was trying to take food from my family. Yeah. Like, he was trying to kill and me him. and my career. He was like, I cannot respect that. But man, you really tried to, like, no, and you, you know how good I am at writing music, mm-hmm. but you really tried 
to not only spin the entire narrative of my career, but like end my life and like yeah. take food from my family and like really try and like pretty yeah. much end it all. And you didn't even do it through music. You just talked or tweeted. Yeah. It was like, it was like sickening to me. Like I had to really, I had to really get revenge on that situation. And like I said, you know, like I, I respect revenge when it's warranted and that was just warranted, you know, and it was what it was. Yeah, he was, he was like, like you don't want to be, I don't have any interest in being his friend. Right, and his friend, <laughs> he was like, yeah. but it took, but Drake felt like he, it, this took a, more of an emotional toll on him yeah. than it probably would have on Meek. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just a lot, you know, you always mm -hmm. got to hear about it and, you know, um, even just seeing people get so riled up off negativity, it didn't feel great, but it, it just was what, it, what had to happen at the time. And, um, and yeah, I guess that's just kind of rap is a sport, you know, and, and finally, I've always said the problem with rap is we never have a trophy at the end of the year or any stats to prove. Finally, I, it's just like a clear win, hmm. you know, and it, it, you know, that was the only part about it that felt good was like, oh, I finally got to compete when I was doubted hmm. and win. He said he doesn't even like performing those songs. The other thing that I thought was very interesting was... What songs did he accuse him of um, Quentin Miller helping him with? I don't remember which ones with Quentin Miller, but he just said, like, just, I guess, sessions. But but the but he the one thing he said, though, was... Um, uh, he was like, it's not like Meek pulled something out of the hat like yeah. that was bogus and like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. Like, you didn't... He tried to pull something out that wasn't even true, and people just ran with it. And he was just like, "If I have to be the martyr for that, that's fine." Mm. He was just like, "But it's not like the fact like this guy did this on music. He did it on like writing it somewhere else. And when he thought the guy was, he thought Meek was ready. He thought he just missed something. Yeah. And so that's why he came. That's when he came out with back to back after. Yeah, he like, was saying like. I was assuming that Meek was playing this for months. months? Like, he was like, I'm assuming he's going to be ready because the way he's coming for me, he must be ready to go to war. And so he gave it his all and came out with Charged Up and Back to Back. Literally Back to Back. Well, Back to Back was a retaliation <laughs> not, after he found out he wasn't ready. Like, yeah, he, he was like, ready. oh, you're not ready? Okay, let me release this song that's going to murder you. Basically. Yeah, that was, yeah. And I also liked when he said, um... He said, I bet you if you asked Meek right now, was it worth it? He'd probably say no. Oh, I love that part. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I think he would say it wasn't worth it. It wasn't, because you're not with Nicki anymore, yeah. Nicki Minaj, you know, and and he was, and, and Drake was very candid about, like, I'm not going to disrespect her. Yeah. He but said, I, I'm going to, like, boost her up and, like, say up. things, like, you know, yeah, shout but, out to the boss, which is wife and niggas and stuff like that. Yeah, but he came but he in like, with Nicki. Nicki was actually, when Drake was at, because when, it was almost kind of like a, a graduation class, right? Yeah, yeah. So, he was so Nick, Drake was ahead of Nicki, meaning he came out before she did. And so, you know, they had that relationship, that friendship, that brother, like, family relationship of, I know she was probably looking to him for, um, you know, on, on what... Because it's like, you know, if you did it before me, like, let me come in and figure out what, what's going on. Like, Drake, I think, had a year ahead of her before she started releasing her albums and all that other yeah. stuff. So their relationship was just transcendent what her and Meek had. And that's but, probably why Nikki didn't have much to say. Yeah, but I think she also, like, yeah. she made a point not to say out of it, though. Yeah. And so I think for her, it's like, they, their men let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. So. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom while y'all are. Right, like okay, y'all done yet? Y'all done? Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah, right. Because what are you supposed to? As the woman with two men, yeah, you're like, like what, with what one exactly are you the other? You're like, oh, what exactly yeah. right. are you going to besides be annoying? I mean, be yeah. besides being they face, nah, 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 and they gonna do what they're gonna do anyway. So go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good interview. I'm gonna throw this next one to you, T. These last two. Okay. Um. So according to Daily News, Soldier Boy uh, announced on Monday on Twitter <laughs> that Chris Brown changed his mind and was refusing to sign the boxing contract. Oh, um. Just some background. Basically, uh, Chris Brown challenged Soldier Boy to a an official boxing match. I think they were supposed to like do it in Mexico or something. I don't know. And it was over, like, an Instagram beef. Like, I think Soldier Boy posted some comment under Chris Brown's ex-girlfriend, Kalucci Tran's picture. Yeah. What, what did he say? Like, she was good. Like, she looked good or something. And something. Chris Brown was in his feelings. He will not let Karuchi go. <laughs> like, he just... By all means, I, but part of me thinks... I have a theory about that. Oh, well, Let me make, No, I'll keep that off there. Okay. All right. All right continue. <laughs> okay, so, basically, Chris Soldier Boy tweeted, Chris Brown manager called my manager last night. And said the fight is off. He's not signing the contract. So basically, you know, Soldier Boy's mad petty. So he started retweeting 
like people calling Chris Brown a chicken in different forms the thing, and stuff this like is, that. This is what annoys me. What, <laughs> did we ever talk about this on the air? Because I remember. I don't think we really talked about the box. Okay, because someone yeah. asked me. Do you think, I, I remember saying it, I think maybe I had said it on when I was on Two Dope Boys in a podcast, shout out to the, the fellas, but I think I said this to somebody, I was like, this is not going to be a thing. And I was like, people need to stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown is not getting cold feet. I feel like Chris, if, I feel like Chris would have been, better than, well, I feel like Chris would have been, I, I, I would have, I would have been like, Chris, you're an idiot if you sign this boxing contract. You have a daughter, you're on parole, I, I don't know if he's still on parole, but you had all probably. these things trailing you. And, I know, he's and I'm sure the hip-hop police are still trailing his ass. Like, why would you yeah. even give yourself that much attention? And Soldier Boy calling you a chicken? I would so laugh that off. Like, I, I hope he doesn't respond to it. I, Chris, I hope. Please don't respond to this yeah, man. Yeah, he said, um, he also said, obviously he don't want to fight, so I'm going to leave him alone. Beef over, just, beef over, just tell him don't call my phone over a girl. That was second time. I'm over it. Soulja Boy is like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's so he lame. needs this. This is his it got last big, though, thirty like, seconds of fame. Yeah. Like, let him ride this one on out. Yeah, he gonna find a new way to remix. You talking about uh, Soldier Boy? Yeah. Yeah. He gonna find a new way to remix this so that he can be relevant <laughs> for like five more minutes. Uh-huh. Like he, I thought this was gonna be a joke from the beginning, but then I heard like Soldier Boy was being trained by Floyd Mayweather. I knew it wasn't gonna be. Did you see by, the like, video? But, but who saw the video of him being trained? No, I didn't see the video. Comedy. Please go. I mean, him on the treadmill. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, literally. I gotta watch it now. He wasn't very athletic. Well, Not in the least. The really idiots were joking. Little... They were like, "Chris Brown is taller. He he's he the, has the a dancer. Yeah. He would be like, yeah." They they saw. I think it was Andrew Schultz. He was talking to. I forgot. It wasn't Charlamagne. Charlamagne wasn't on that episode at the time um, for this episode when they were talking about that, but. I think they were saying like Chris Brown would probably knock the shit out of. Oh, he would definitely win. Yeah, yeah. and then he's trained by Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, <laughs> bite his ear in the meantime. Golly, that was a thing. Yeah, like, a piece of that man's I ear. Actually, boy. watched that. I, fight. I was really young, and I remember that. I remember that fight. Yeah, yeah I was just remember like, oh my god, he bit off his ear. <laughs> like that was insane. Twice. Twice. He, he did it twice. twice? Yep, he did it one time. Yeah, and then he did it crazy, again. man. He's insane. Oh, shit, yeah. But I think that's kind of weird. I just, like, Chris Brown, I wish it was a part of his, no, I'd be stressed out and turning great if I was a part of his PR firm. Because why the, f- like, why would you get trained by another, like, abusive man who's also a wife beater? Like, why are you fraternizing with these people? Like, yeah. I guess he doesn't care about his images at all at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, but then again, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, just any of it. He should do nothing violent. Oh, <laughs> what at all. Chris Brown. No, I, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, y'all, this is not going to last long. Because somebody's going to be like... Somebody I mean, Chris Kennedy was the nah. voice of music. His lawyer, yeah. he got a bomb ass lawyer. I forgot that man's name. He's like, he's famous now. Oh, Mark Aragos or whatever. His, yeah, I got found out his name. I mean, he just ended on a good note, like with this last scandal with the girl that came to his house. And oh, and oh yeah, that I was actually just, on his side. Yeah, like, like, you, you, said, you just landed yeah. on a good note. Like you just landed on a good note. Let's like, like, let's, let's see how let's long just, this lasts. Like write it out a little bit whatever. Yeah. Soldier boy, Lord have us. Man, Come on, sir. I can't believe he's still relevant. Anybody's talking about him. Yeah, I was right. Mark Garagos is Armenian American criminal defense lawyer. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah so he's, he's definitely. I remember seeing his Chris name. Chris Brown puts in the work. Oh, absolutely. I always see his name <laughs> next to Chris. He I was like, yeah. That check. He does. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Right. Go ahead with the last story. All right. So. This story is about Kesha and music producer Dr. Luke. They've had a civil suit going for a really long time. Over a year now, I think. Yeah, let me give a little background. Kesha filed a civil suit against uh, Dr. Luke in October 2014 for infliction of emotional distress, gender-based hate crimes, and employment discrimination. Um, Kesha claimed a whole bunch of different things like sexual assault and battery, sexual harassment, gender violence. The list goes on and on. And basically, Dr. Lou countersued her um, her and her mom for defamation and breach of contract. So in another counterclaim, a New York counterclaim, she alleged that he was sexually, physically, verbally, and emotionally abused, abusive since the beginning of her relationship with him, and that he drugged and raped her on two occasions. So this has been a very nasty, nasty... Mm-hmm. I think recently the judge ruled that she couldn't get out of her Sony contract or something like that. So... Another thing came up, so somehow these emails were leaked, according to page six, um, emails were leaked showing exactly how, like, verbally abusive he was about Kesha. 
specifically to her diet. So I'm going to read a little bit of that. Um, it starts with, he's, he's emailing um, her manager, Monica Cornea, about her diet. It says, nobody was calling anybody out. We were having a discussion on how she could be more disciplined with her diet. There have been many times we have all witnessed her breaking her diet plan. This particular time, it happened to be a Diet Coke in Turkey while she was on her juice fast. And then it goes on to say, Cornea asked him to be more supportive because she's a human and not a machine. And, and then he adds, if she were a machine, that would be way cool. We could do whatever we want. And then he adds, a list of songwriters and producers are reluctant to give Kesha their songs because of her weight. So you can see that he was very emotionally abusive about her weight. I mean, she was only eating turkey and a Diet Coke wasn't even that bad. <laughs> like, I, like, at least let it be a Big Mac or something that he's pissed about. Um, <laughs> but then it goes on to say in another email, um, they were arguing off of one of Kesha's singles called Crazy Kids. And um, she wasn't like, she wasn't into the lyrics that he had. And he basically said, I don't give a shit what you want. If you were smart, you would go on in and sing it. So basically... I don't know if this proves, like, every single thing that Kesha has said about Dr. Luke, but it does prove that he's an asshole. That's for sure. It does It does show that he is not a good guy and was not that supportive. And that whatever... She definitely went through some shit with Yeah, Dr. and I Luke. think... I, I wouldn't be surprised if his behavior yeah. is indicative of other things that people deal with in the music industry. Yeah. That, that doesn't sound surprising to me. Yeah. I th- I'm just... I'm wondering why the judge... I remember hearing when they refused um, to let her out of her contract. I'm just wondering why, though. Yeah. Why, why not? Why not let her out of let it? Let them just move on. Yeah. You know? And then I'm thinking to myself, like, why would you still want her in that contract, Dr. Luke? Yeah, exactly. But I don't just know. Just to win. Like, just to yeah, win. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But maybe that's money yeah. that he's yeah. owed. Yeah, he's still you know? probably... At this point, like, her yeah. career is suffering. She yeah. Hasn't... What was her last big hit? Like, all I can remember is Tinder, but I also hated Kevin's music, so I have no idea. I, know, I, I hated listen. her music so much. Yeah, I didn't listen to her music. I don't remember all <laughs> of it. My eyes have been crossed for the past three stories. I'm just kidding. You're so uh, don't go. Don't talk about Drake like that. Okay? Oh, That's you're my boom. Yes, I know. He makes brilliant music. I mean, views was a little questionable, but he's he's amazing. All right. So, um, so <laughs> yes. Music. Where are we on to next, girl? What what we got our, our our segment? Our next segment. That was pop culture things, and now we're moving on to reasons why we drink. Go 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 go. Thank you. <laughs> so reasons why we drink uh, with Tiffany on the mic one two one two. We're deciding to talk about. We're like we're deciding. We're um we decided that we want to talk about deal breakers. Um, and deal, some turn-offs. I think it might yeah, be Yeah, deal breakers and turn off. Yeah, yeah. Deal breakers. Um, I guess in a relationship or even dating somebody when you're first interested, things that will turn you off. Um, and and where's at least for me this inspiration came from. It was um because we always have so many ideas to talk about when it comes to reasons why we drink. But this came from a Super Bowl um, party that I was at, obviously, around the Super Bowl weekend. And um, the guys were talking about what turned them off about women. Like, they don't want to know that women take shits just like them. They don't want to think it. They don't want you to talk about it. They don't want to know that you, like, women fart. And they know these things exist. But they just want to pretend like But they want to pretend like, like it doesn't <laughs> I, I love that wife's making a face. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, wife. Yeah, no, thank you for we're a human beings. Well, no, because I used to hear this. Like, I remember now it makes sense because my, my best friend, <laughs> when um he was staying in a two-bedroom apartment and I wanted to use his bathroom, he was like, nah, best friend, you got to use my roommate's bathroom because I just don't, like, like he just did not want to That's think totally ingrained into, anything. I know like, it's ingrained it's in crazy. my mind that I don't want to do that around guys at all. Like, I don't want people to even know it's I get it, but shit. I, I mean... know, but I think about it all the time. Even when, I, like, I go in the bathroom and I'm like, is there anybody else in here? I, like, I can't even do it around other women. I think that's insane. It's just, like, something ingrained <laughs> in my being. Tiffany's like, I don't care. Well, okay, so let's name some deal breakers. I'm sorry, but I'm not what are some deal breakers? guts for nobody. Do you understand? What are some of your deal breakers? I guess for guys, though, that would turn you off. Uh, Do you have any? My deal breakers, I guess, it's not really superficial things. Okay. Um, my I think my one deal breaker right about now would probably be if you don't have a passport, then we Ooh. probably won't be. Able to like, okay. Oh, right. but you travel. That's actually interesting. Like, but I um, also feel like you gotta you know where their mind is at. Like you mm-hmm. don't have a passport. Yeah, you like, ain't trying you to go anywhere. Let me not judge. Let me not, let me not judge. I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge. I hate to be. You know, I, I, I don't want to judge. For Tiffany, that makes sense because she likes to travel a lot. So like, she wins, which means that yeah. if you don't have one, 
this is already starting off wrong because you're about to get left a lot. Like, I'm just saying, like, it is not going to even be a question. I'm going to just let you know when you're my like, flight was booked. And it's like, oh, you are aware way you what's, what's your shirt size? Like, like, oh, yeah. like what's your shirt size? Keychain? Okay, great. I'll stop at the duty free. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not, I don't know. I'm sorry, I just like, lay my head down flagging. I can't, I can't. Like, okay, that's fair. Oh you gotta have your passport. You gotta be ready to go. Cause, like, I, I like I'm not, that. I'm not about to switch that part of my life. Like, you know, that's, you not, that's, that's not something I like that. that I'm, I'm gonna give up. Do you have any? Su- a superficial one, I guess. When guys act. Oh, okay. okay. Do not. I don't need you to tell me what a real man does. Like, give me an just example. Be it. Like, I, I remember I was having a conversation with this guy, and like everything is like, yeah, well, a real man. You must not have been introduced because a real oh, man. And I'm like, okay, guy. You don't have to keep saying if you're a real. If you're a real man, that's like saying like, yo, I'm super honest. You can trust me. Yeah. Um, if you say real talk, I probably won't we'll trust, trust you. Exactly. Come on, Andre Three K. Oh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, just you're a real man thing, and but then and then right after. That you you say an alternative facts and I can't really am I not supposed to like tell you that that's alternative like he he was he told me the guy was like yeah because you know a real man he knows about his history right and yeah oh you you're interested in Brazil you know they speak Spanish actually they speak Portuguese oops but you know but a real man you know. He knows because he's the real man. And <laughs> I'm like, like a real idiot. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, and that's all. You were just talking to an idiot. Um, it's, like, yeah. it's like, okay. You know, like, yeah. just that. Just be what you are. There's no need to post. It. Yeah. Like, we, we don't need to do the post-ups and stuff like that. No no pump fakes. Just shoot the ball, damn it. Like, I don't need the real man thing. Just be one. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Uh, deal breaker. Well, one of the things I asked really on in my relationship with my current boyfriend before we started dating, I was like, do you support Trump? Because that would have been a deal deal breaker, like right there. I don't think we could have gotten along. And I think it was vice versa. I'm pretty sure he would have been like, nope. So that was important. That would definitely be a done deal. Also, I have a thing about teeth. Like, I do look at people's smiles really quickly. (laughs) I have to be able to deal with your smile. I have to be able to wipe your teeth. Absolutely. Um... Obviously, like if you're racist, homophobic, close-minded, yeah, can't can't fuck with you. I agree with that. Yeah, um, and a little one, like if you don't watch TV or movies, you're not interested in entertainment. We're not gonna get along because what that's the hell are job. we gonna do? Yeah. And that's my job. Read books. Read books <laughs> together. We could have story times. So I read aloud and sit on the <laughs> on the ground, and I'll read you a story and show you pictures. Like, no, watch TV and movies together. Can't you can't do that. Or, no, I know. That's, yeah, that's true. No, yeah. I get it because we work. Because what are you doing your yeah. pastime together? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> turn-offs. Are we going to just jump into turn-offs? Or you want to? I mean, like, I feel like they're one and the same, but go ahead. Not really, because you could be, like, dating somebody and then they do this and you're like, oh, oh yeah, that okay. really turns me yeah, off. Yeah, but, yeah go right. ahead. I guess um, if no ambition is mm. one, like, I definitely yeah, like to know that you want to do something with your life like that's very important to me um chivalry like you have to be respectful and do nice things like you know like take take me out sometimes pay for me sometimes stuff like that that's like it's just like standard nice respectful i care about you want to do something nice for you and um if be like some sort of physically active like, I like, you know, when guys like to go to the gym sometimes or, like, you know, ride the bike or just something. You're not always sitting on the couch doing nothing every day. You know, that's it. That's really it. Yeah, um, I mean, I think... I can get behind all of those. I yeah. can, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, definitely the, the, the closed-mindedness. I'm not... I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to say, deal-breaker is the, the disrespect um, yep. at all. But it's also because I... I remember when I when I was in the place where I allowed that, mm-hmm. and it's just now I just I recognize it from miles away. But then also I'm in a different place, and I also feel like you you attract who you are in the moment. So I'm not in a place where um, I don't love myself, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to attract those types of things. But yeah, I mean the disrespect I couldn't. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, um, disrespect at all at any cost. Disrespectful to women, calling them out. I just you should just, never call. I just I that yeah, it, it makes you really When I hear a man like just constantly talking about women in a, yeah. in a dem, um, demeaning way, I'm like, okay, dude, I'm good on you. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the things that you said, I just I I want us to, I want someone that has it together, but I also um, I, I want someone to uh, not. I dated a guy that was just really ignorant. Like to to him, there's certain and, and ignorance on the the mentality that they always assume most black people have. It was something small, like um, he had gotten his car into an accident, but he just let the car get repossessed. To him, like that was okay, what? and that bothered me. I was just like, wait a minute, do you understand what that means to the rest of your like financial? Yeah, history? like your credit. He's like, I don't care. But but someone that not even the common sense, but just you, just your conscious of just having consciousness, a level of consciousness, mm-hmm. spiritual consciousness, mental consciousness, you know, you're just aware um, of how certain things work and how certain things will affect you. And, and if you and I are going to be together, how that's going to affect us. Mm-hmm. Um, turnoffs. Um, I don't know if there's really any turnoffs. I mean, sometimes like there's just things that annoy me or irritate me, but um, I can't necessarily... I mean, I think anything that annoys you or irritate you would be a turnoff. It's not like a deal breaker, like you're well, breaking that, up with them tomorrow. Well, in the beginning, but, but if it's someone that you got to know and yeah. that's part for the yard, like you just kind of chop that up, mm-hmm. you know, eat that. But yeah, but um, yeah, I can't think of anything that's that's a, like a super turnoff. But I had a random ass one <laughs> where it's like. I always look at guys' shoes, and I'm not a shoe snob. Oh, okay, so I do have some after you say that. Go ahead, I want you to finish. <laughs> I'm not a shoe snob at all, but for some reason, if I see a boy in those, like, New Balance cross trainers, like, <laughs> I'm just like, nope. Or if their jean hemline is too high or something, you see the white sock, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. White socks <laughs> with your church pants? Oh. Let me tell you this right now. <laughs> You will be left sitting there by yourself. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I mean, swag and style sucks. is very important. Yeah. So, I, so to... as you said that, I thought about not mm-hmm. they're not deal breakers, but there's this there are there is a vein side of me that I really try to control. Mm-hmm. Dirty nails. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> I look at nails all the time. Um, and you're looking at your nails. Yeah, I, I look at. I don't like. I don't, I don't like dirty nails. Um, Look at someone's smile as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at style and you know, just style is important. I look it at shoes and then you know, you look up like I, I, I scan, I can quickly scan someone's outfit immediately. I love a man that has you know, that wears cologne. Yes, I love a sense. And then, something to say that that's a deal breaker or not, but mm-hmm. sense you, you that's my I think sense. about you when you're not around when, when you have a familiar sense, or if you steal their hoodie. And you like smelling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I love smell, like, like you can't smell nasty. Yeah. So I like I like that. I like that. But yeah, that's it for Take me. Take your hoodie back. That's it for me. Um, okay. So I guess that's, she got that's me cleaning out my nails. I know. I'm, I'm like, my nails too. I'm going like this. Like hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My mood. Um, so we're going into our last segment, mood, where we kind of we switched it up a little bit since you last been here. Mood is it's just really simple. <laughs> what mood are you in? Whether it's a, a film that you film or television show that you're into, book you're reading, quotes, or just your personal mood for the week. Um, yeah, what's your mood? We'll start with you, Tiffany. Oh, my mood. Hopefully, it's a good mood. Yeah. Oh, I'm always in a good mood, joking, <sighs> trying to always find ways to, um, I don't know, make my realize the dreams that pop into my head and make them a reality. So I guess my mood is just to stay motivated. Personal mood is mm-hmm. to stay motivated to like just complete the task and the dreams that I see coming and just sticking with them. Even though, you know, you get the bumps and the rows and stuff doesn't turn out exactly the way you think that they should. I feel like everything happens for a reason and you take it and turn it into a positive for yourself no matter what it is side note i'm also in a crazy mood too i'm not gonna <laughs> tell the story but sometimes people to get out of the situation you got to pull a page out the crazy book and work with it i was just the story is so good but it's long yeah it's long so but just just when Use alternative ways to get out of the situation. You don't always have to do the most worst thing. You can pull a page out the crazy book, 
That's funny. Follow along. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, couple things. Um, I saw I am not your Negro twice. James Baldwin, thirty pages of script. Yeah, that he didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the director Raul Peck for even picking that up mm-hmm. um, and doing that. Um, I thought it was very interesting because there was a lot more white people in the theater with with me than than there was people of color. And not to say people of color aren't watching this movie. One, a couple of them actually people don't know that it's out there, which yeah. is very funny. Yeah, no, people don't know it's out there. But I think I I also said when I was talking to my friend. It's just, there's curiosity, especially in the times that we're in. I think people are very curious, and that title really punches you in your face. So, 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 that film is so good. Um, by the time this show airs, uh, on to the second thing, um, my web series will be screening at the Hollywood Black Film Festival Yay! in LA. Woo! So it's, it's, it's screening Thursday. So, um, and lastly, I'm going to Trinidad. Trinidad Carnival. Bacchanal out, time. Bacchanal. Yeah, so so that's I'm in a good mood. I'm definitely in a good mood for all these things happening and and so we'll see what happens. But yes, that's that's me. And Tiani, end it off, girl. Oh my god, guys. So I don't know if you guys know my favorite band in the whole wide world, Incubus. They're releasing new music. (laughs) They released a new song called Nimble Bastard. They're going on tour. I got tickets. It's gonna be lit. I can't wait. Um, also, got this quizzical look on her face. Like, oh, okay, come on, you know. Okay, let me sing the most basic Incubus song. Whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there. You don't know Drive by Incubus? Okay. We'll All right. Um, <laughs> you guys know that song. You know it. it. Comes on in every supermarket. Anyway, uh, also. <laughs> we be rocking before I let you yeah. <laughs> in the supermarket. In the supermarket. Like, all right, all right, and also I just got some. That ain't Trader Joe's or Whole Foods because that's where I go for my supermarket <laughs> or to my phone. Okay, so Trader Joe's you might hear drive. But okay. Right? Um, also, I'm just very blessed because my informational has finally paid off, and I got a lot of job interviews last week. So. You know, things are moving, things are finally happening, so I'm just very, very excited Yay. about the next step in my life. So, yes. I'm in a very good mood. Well, you right from the first episode, you kept... Was it ghosting on the first Professional episode? ghosting. No, it was like the second or third episode. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. <laughs> was that the one that... Because you did say something about that when I was here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like how this woman just, like, completely did not... Did not answer. Yeah, did not answer any of my emails. And was just like, yo, I know I made you trek all the way to Harlem for this interview, but I'm not even going to let you know one oh, way or the see. other. And she knew I came from all the way downtown. She didn't give a... Whatever. But it, it, this is, doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't. No. Because no, we're happy. We're happy. happy. It's, it's it doesn't. Done, it doesn't. So. That's so. my mood. I'm, I'm yes. Mood. Okay. So time to get out of here. So Tiffany, how can people find you on social media? The interwebs. Okay. Well, people, you can go to Cheese Shoes on Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, I'm Tiffany Johnson. Sorry, I know there's 50 million of me, but you know, <laughs> maybe who knows? I don't know. You, you can also do, oh, you can do T. Shamir Johnson uh, designs on Facebook. How do you spell T. Shamir? T. C. H. I. M. E. R. E. Just so that they can actually find you, they may not know how to. Yeah. If you if you have an attention span longer than mine, yeah, go on ahead and look for me. Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> well, you can find me at uh, Tianiwa on Instagram and at Tianiwa on Twitter. I forgot because I usually kick off with venting and Vino stuff. I, I got so excited for Tiffany and the fact that we're just, we just rolled today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like, okay. Um, so venting and Vino, you can find us on um, Gmail. Hit us up email ventingandvino at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Facebook, um, Venting Vino Pod. Uh, shout out to Stephanie, who's our social media person, but she wasn't here because she's actually going to LA to be with me as I shoot an episode of Dear Georgette. I'm so selfish. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then lastly, you can find me um, on Twitter at Georgette because I'm getting my Twitter followers up. Um, or my website, georgettepierre.com. On that note! Wait, hit us up on Twitter yeah. and let us know what your biggest deal breaker is. Oh, yeah, for are. sure. I'd be interested to know what other people I know I can't stop looking at your nails for that man. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm stop kidding. it! I know. <laughs> oh, I know. No. Sure,
she did. Look, she look, was flipping around Friday. Friday. Go, you come on, go call me out. Call me you out. Know Friday. Oh, she was walking out, and then she had her little hips. She was calling Friday. She was like, good night, everybody. Click, click. She and then, and then the hair was like out. this. It and was like this. And I was just like, where you going? She was like, come on, I'll just leave. And I was like, hello. You ain't leaving. Like, where are you going? She was that knows. Well, I guess I know if you want me. I know because the lips is popping. You got the blush sitting high on the cheeks. Making it look like you got we charity up in your family. Like, seriously, the twinkle in the eye. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. No, you're not going. So, on that note, <laughs> on that note, have a good day, and we out of here. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.